Most of you guys know I've been inside of fitness now for 21 years. Happy 2024. And because of that, I've seen a lot of ups and downs. So this has exposed me to a lot of what we're going to call today rogue reflections, a.k.a. shadow work. Now, this goes back to something about Carl Jung. And you know how I feel about traditional psychologists. I ain't really sitting here saying that our modern society functions off of the sample sizes maybe that they used back way back in those ancient days when they were studying however i've learned over time that looking at some of these rogue reflections can actually benefit us and what are they well that's what we're going to talk about because this final word final word friday right here ego killer motivation thanks for listening and you know what it is we're peeling back yet another layer of the human condition peeling it back more and more to find out where we got stuck and prevent us from getting stuck going forward. And how do we do it? We're going to find out some actionable, repeatable advice and tips to help us get through. And that means maybe taking a step back and looking at all of those great things about ourselves, loving them, but taking a second to stop and think, well, what are the aspects of myself that I feel like aren't really acceptable (laughs) and do I love or bury those away immediately what comes to mind is well you guys because what happens a lot of times is I'll meet you guys and you coming in the door at your lowest point or close to your lowest point it could be you just got on to something positive where you're trying to quit drinking or you're trying to quit smoking weed or whatever it might be you're trying to change your diet wholesale. And then I met you right after that catalyst happened. So you're on the upshot, right? But right before that is where you experience some of the hardest days for you. Some of you are approaching your hardest days. You've been rejected by other coaches. Your doctor's telling you you're messing the whole thing up altogether. You've been told that your diet sucks and that you have some kind of rare disorder. All of that. And then you're like, yo, I'm going to turn this around. So I've got a chance to gloriously... And sometimes, honestly, ingloriously, me, you guys, as you strike through that doorway, coming to talk about this strength, because we're over here trying to beat back depression and get ourselves back on the train to recovery. It makes me happy when I can sit with you and reflect and say, yo, you ain't as broken as you think you are. And it's also painful when I hear that you guys think that you're so lost or out in the weeds that you can't get better and it makes me think of a couple things first about the plight of most of the people I've ever met inside of fight gyms because as you know ego killer motivation hey this is where I might share a sparring or fight story and I'll never forget all right I'll never forget that day that I was up in the gym a long time ago a long, long time ago, and I was sparring with a bunch of, uh, like, there's a bunch of dudes, but two different schools came in to spar. And, uh, well, your boy had just started going. One thing I knew about myself was that I was brave. You can never question my, I don't know if it's, like, blind braveness or if it's, like, simply just curated braveness. And part of me says it doesn't really matter. Bravery is bravery, right? But junkyard dog bravery right how many junkyard dogs you know live to be like a (laughs) hundred so we got to turn this thing around and you guys should too (laughs) if it's junkyard dog bravery 
And what I mean by that is we want to have bravery, but we want it to be like cerebral and usable bravery. And at the time, well, (laughs) it was more of the second one I'm talking about because I went to seek this team out. They invited me in to come train with them. And I had just learned Muay Thai for the first time. Recently, I've heard of it, something that I heard of since I was like a young boy in the and UFC just became popular, so I had been on. And I didn't know that it was its own special brand of pain in martial art. Instead, I thought, this is boxing adjacent, and I had been doing that for a few years. Let me go in here and start trying to lift my leg and make contact with someone else's body with that same leg, put it down, raise it back up to block incoming attacks, move around the room and all this. Big mistake. Big mistake. And this day... This day, it came fast. I was nervous all day. And, uh, well, by the end of the day, I was having to be lifted into a hot bathtub by my then-girlfriend because I could not walk. Why couldn't I walk? Well, I'll tell you why. Here's why I couldn't walk. All right? And this goes back to the plight of being inside of a fight gym. And it could be other reasons that you guys don't have to just be about fighting, right? There could be other reasons why you guys have walked amongst people who feel that I got to embrace this side of me, that side of me, that ex- unacceptable to most, but acceptable to me and this core group of individuals only. I rock with them because they rock with me type of mentality. It's the same reason that folks get caught up in like juvenile gangs and all this. Because we think that we need to be outside of society's tendrils. Because maybe society be treating us wrong. Mislabeling us. Whether or not it actually does on the surface. We're going to take a look at just taking extra time on some shadow work. And making rogue reflections. Before I finish that story, know that we're about to break it down. All right, making sure to finish up. I'm going to make sure you guys go to the website first, coachjohanscscs.com. Download that free stuff, jumpstart, nutrition guides, PDFs that I have for you on site, and so much more, coachjohanscscs.com. You can get started today learning more about your eating patterns. And I'm telling you, I have a lot on there. You'll never really have a normal question about nutrition after you take that PDF and that book in. All right. So I walk in and here we go. There's this dude. I believe he was like from um, one of those countries right there that used to be part of the Soviet Union. It's down by like Greece, right? Um, I think it was Macedon. Anyway, or Macedon. Anyway, Alexander the Great was over here boxing me up. This dude wasn't big as me at all. But the Mohawk, right? The blood on his gloves, which was soon to be mine. Dude was a dog. And, uh, well, like I said before, I've been used to using my hands. There were a couple other times, a couple other rounds that I had that day that were almost as brutal as this one, but for different, completely different reasons. Like, your boy, okay. Anyone that's ever been inside of a fight gym, like a good one, that is maybe like old, has seen a heavy bag, 
that's got tape all over it. I even have one in my space. That, I, that's what I felt like. Like I was just being pounded on to the point where I needed to be patched up and repaired. All right, head to toe. So, at this point, Alexander the Great is, he's not really boxing me, right? I'm able to kind of work there, but I'm so exhausted, so frankly intimidated because it was around these competitors and they were all just beasts and it was two schools that day and here I go trying to move around with them and so he does this move that he throws a body shot which is a uppercut to your rib cage and he hits you and then on the other side he's going to throw the leg kick so the kick's going to come his shin's going to crashing down on the space above your knee right where the vastus lateralis muscle meets those those good thin little tendons so right above that knee and these guys are so skilled that he's able to hit me multiple times the first one it hurt a lot i felt like someone had like hit me with a bat and i'm like how did someone bring a bat in here the second one that's when i actually put my leg down and go huh maybe i should get away from this because it's actually starting to hurt mind you the pain signal had to get through all the adrenaline that was pumping through my body so it didn't register right away. But when it finally registers, oh, it's way too late. <laughs> like the adrenaline is supposed to block all that. It didn't work. That's how hard I got hit. That's how cleanly I got hit. The third time, I was I stumbled. And then the fourth time, I could not walk. I had to sit down from leg kicks. So he's – and this guy was a dog. I used to see him in the other gym just by coincidence working out. So I'm not ashamed at all to say that this absolute beast worked me over. But he, I never forget, as I'm crumpling to the ground like thrown away, you know, um, gift wrapping paper. You know when you take that gift wrap and you just toss that over and it just kind of like is a it, – it used to be nice and straight and, you know, look good and then it's just a crumbled – ugly destroyed heap that was me and i i'm like all right and he's screaming in the middle of the gym get up this isn't what we do here we make you know and that accent too get up let's go we're not done this isn't some wimpy shit and of course i got up barely but I just remember him yelling. And he wasn't yelling at me. He was just a beast. <laughs> he probably does that every morning after he brushes his teeth. He screams at himself in the mirror. Boy, was tough. And I remember thinking like, oh, man, that's embarrassing. He's yelling at me too. And, of course, I'm always going to get up when summoned to do that. But here's the point. Fast forward about Man, I don't know, four more ass kickings. Not that bad, but nearly as bad as that. Later, and the rounds are done. 17 rounds in the books. Yes, 17 rounds. Absolutely brutal. 17 rounds are in the books, right? And uh, I'm packing my stuff, and I'm shaking hands because I'm grateful for everybody's experience. And by the way, everyone smiles and happy. And he goes, hey, good job pushing yourself today. 
keep pushing yourself just like that, and there's no way you're not going to get better. Pushing yourself like this, right? There's no way you're not going to get better. Alexander the Great, literally out here throwing compliments after he broke me down. This is the uncommon crew that I was looking for. This was the uncommon lifestyle that I was looking for. In order for us to think about the ego, right? I'm always talking about that. Think of the ego as neither bad or good. It's just kind of there. Problem is, it's totally misaligned with life when we need to do things that are challenging. You know what I mean? Get a job somewhere else. Move from where you grew up at. Maybe we need to start accessing a level of skill that we're unused to and we don't want to come to the realization that we need to start from square zero. Guess what's stopping you? Simple. The ego. The ego's stopping you. And in that context, you can say it's always bad, but nah, not really. The ego is simply looking for comfort. The ego is simply looking to judge, right? Because judgment makes all thoughts bad. And that's a part of all of us. We're all equally motivated in some capacity by ego. All right. And that's why we talk about it. That's why we talk about it. That's why we really highlight that. Because it has such a profound part of what we do. But that takes a little bit of what? Self-reflection. Self-reflection right there can be very tough because it's a it's a it can be done with others. It can be done with with Bay. You guys you could be your best friends could offer some reflections for you. It is self-reflection, but it also is just reflection where you want to make a move. You ask, yo, can I do this? And they're like, maybe try it this way, other way. You know, I've known you for a while, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is the following, that the ego, it can be really tough to get around. And that self-reflection is limited, yes, by the ego itself. And society, which teaches us certain mistruths. Like, for example, one of the things that I want you guys to get used to. Like, if I asked you, what was, what's the best, what are you thankful for? Right? Everyone asks this around Thanksgiving. You're going to rattle something off right away. I will contend, and our society kind of teaches us, that it's whatever was on the forefront of the mind. That is actually how we are. It's the same reason that in American culture, it's kind of normal for us to be like, how are you doing? Oh, great. See you later. Peace out. Wait, I didn't even get an answer. Oh, okay, cool. Because I don't give a damn, really. I was just messing with that platitude. Right? That's the truth. What actually goes about happening is we answer things quickly when process is. And we're supposed to say, hey, what we first came up with, the first answer out of our mouth that was actually the move. That was actually the truth when actuality. The truth isn't necessarily the first thing that comes to our lips. It actually might even be the opposite most of the time. Sitting back and processing. That's when we get real with it. 
actually after a little bit of silence, we're able to answer, oh, I'm really thankful for this. Or here's how I'm actually doing today. Immediate analysis, right, is what we often look for when we talk about it in society. Everything's got to be now. So when we're asked to reflect on how we feel, how we're moving, it's always in the context of, oh, shit, you need to answer really fast or it doesn't really matter account. And that's wrong. Unconventional. We might think, yo, by telling someone else that I'm feeling really low today, they're going to treat me with kid gloves and I'm going to get some kind of off-brand treatment right there. But the actual truth is we forget in those moments that everyone has felt the way that you feel and that maybe we do a little shadow work, which is what? What's your shadow? It's that part of you that isn't lit up by the sun, basically, right? You want to get comical with it, it's like the 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 anti-you, right? You're all lit up by the sun, and then here's this shadow that's not. And that's what shadow work refers to. I mentioned it before, Carl Jung, whatever, whatever, but I'm here to say... Let's embrace some of that stuff that we actually often keep in the shadows. Maybe that isn't something that should be left closeted. Maybe we can embrace contradiction sometimes, always asking extra questions. Right? Maybe we ask extra questions. Maybe we think about having some honesty, right? Societal norms and how society has treated us in a lot of ways. Nowadays, we know by and large, like there is a lot of gender fluidity. That one comes to mind off top because there's always been a measure, a measure of gender fluidity. Now, people are out here experimenting with that full force, making sure that that's unconventional where once it was in the shadows or literally closeted, That's where that term really comes from. Now it isn't. For me, it was embracing the fact that there is a group of folks who don't mind physical pain at all. I mean, I played football, but this was another level when I walked into that Muay Thai gym. But they're doing it because they know if you can make it through, you're one of us. Men, women, black, (laughs) Macedonian, Filipino. Whatever, you're one of us in that way, and that you trying to work, and work comes with effort, which comes with pain. The psychological practice of suppressed aspects of the self—that's that shadow work, right? You can go ahead and break down the next dream sequence you have, right? Tell that to someone and be like, "Yo, what does it all mean?" And that's what it is. And that's what. F- that's what. That's what the final word ought to be this week. We talked about how to get into that space where we're embracing discomfort. Well, I always like to think that, you know me, all right, and if you haven't listened to the Ego Killer Motivation, I'm someone that is big on proactivity versus reactivity because making the decisions keeps you energized versus having when things come to you You have to respond because you make the decision, right? You want to embrace all of this discomfort. Maybe we start to also embrace the parts of us that like discomfort. Now, that's going to be a small portion or it's going to be some kind of avatar 
version of us, maybe an important part of the ego that's able to actually say, I embrace gratitude. I also embrace this part of me that was maybe too broken to move forward or whatever. That is a little bit of unconventional kind of movement, a little shadow work for you, right? Maybe we think about it as a rejection of just mainstream normatives and surface-level behavior. Challenge this by looking deeper, right? Not just the mental contaminants. Maybe we are addicted to too much of what's in front of us on all types of media. Maybe it's time for us to make the proactive decision to choose what we watch. Then I'm always preaching you guys need to be choosing what you eat and how you eat. And a lot of our society has gone that way in the last 10 years. Once upon a time, if you had to stay late for meetings, they just bring in that crispy cream. And then you know be them crispy creams. You don't even eat crispy creams, right? You don't eat them so much as you just place them on your tongue. And then the sugar molecules like embed themselves inside your bloodstream and you've now been nourished via crispy cream osmosis i think that's what happens right they just melt like two inches from the hot air of your freaking mouth but the truth is like now we've shifted to where job sites are make, letting you choose what to eat or bring in stuff we have more choices problem is we got too many choices with that food but we're in the right direction now we got too many we have thousands of cho- that actually brings up another huge set of problems when you got too many choices but that is a lot better than making the choice for you and having it be the wrong one all right and lastly like what i love to do right is reframe your l's as victories as victories all right so let's take part in that shadow work right there let's make sure that our shadow gets a little bit of light and then maybe you won't even have that big of a shadow but that's not how physics works so keep your shadow where it's at and that right there my friends is the final word on a friday a final word is gonna be shadow work making those rogue reflections and accepting that part of us that we've kind of docked away somewhere else make sure you do that my friends let me know how it goes in the comments let me know what type of shadow reflections you came up with something that you do like my guy sergey right like my guy sergey who was very much big on just having just bench pressing every day instead of working out for real (laughs) he kind of went two ways about it all right, let me know what your shadow reflections have been and go to the website after you've done that and get your free stuff. It's waiting for you. Until the next one, you guys stay all the way up and let's come in strong next week. Let's go.